Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to episode three of the Yours Truly podcast, where we focus on becoming the best, most happy, and authentic versions of ourselves through what we're calling a gentle approach to nutrition. So this is looking at nutrition um, not from just a macro or a diet standpoint, but this takes nutrition into the whole person, allowing us to look at it in a more gentle sense so it's not controlling our lives, but rather it's helping us to become the most informed, authentic, grounded, and grateful version of ourselves. So I am your host, Claire Tuning. If you haven't caught any of my episodes before, I am the owner, the founder, everything that is the one-woman show of yours, Truly Nutrition. Yes, the pun is 500% intended on my last name. It kind of fits very well, that Chuli um, and Chu Ning. It just fits with me being a dietitian, um, and also I am a yoga instructor and just a self-proclaimed food humor enthusiast. So today... What I want to talk about is something that I am super, super passionate about in my practice and my messaging as a dietitian is that food is more than just fuel. In fact, these are words that you will find um, the first four or five words actually that you will find when you visit my website. Um, It says nutrition redefined because we're talking about nutrition differently. And then I followed up by saying that food is more than fuel because if you have been on social media kind of looking at the foodie pages or the Fitzbo pages or anything that has to deal with food in a typical sense that's represented on social media, I would venture to guess that you've probably seen the hashtag food is fuel. And yes, while this is true, it is fuel. Uh, What we put in our body literally makes up um, our physiological sense of well-being and it makes up um, the actual physical portions of our body. But I believe that food is so much more than that. And that's where I really get into gentle nutrition, where nutrition informs our decisions. You know, we know that it fuels our life on the most basic level, but we also know it provides us so much more than that. So I want to start out this story by saying that this is actually um, coming from a blog post that I wrote a few months ago back when I was still living in Columbus, Ohio. That's where I finished up my dietetic internship. Um, Go Bucks! But um, I actually start the blog post with a brief story that I witnessed and I kind of want to tell you here to just demonstrate my point before we dive into the information. So in the post, I write that a few days ago, um, I stopped for a cup of coffee on my way home from work that day or my way home from the internship. Um, And that was the first day in like ever that Ohio had reached temperatures above freezing. So if you've ever been to Ohio, uh, you know that like in February or March, it's still hanging on to that bitter, bitter coldness that is the winter there. But the sun was finally shining. I had a belly full of peanut butter and jelly, thank God, Um, and an iced coffee seemed like the most fitting way to to welcome in that much spring, much needed spring weather. So after I ordered my coffee, I decided to sit down for a moment um, to enjoy it. Plus, this coffee shop had a really good vibe and a really good song playing. Um, and side note, this coffee shop is called Lucky Bros in Columbus, Ohio. Um, in my opinion, they have some of the best coffee that I found in Ohio. And interestingly enough, um, my my roommate, Allie, um, is actually hanging out there all the time now. She gets a lot of work done there. So if you're in Columbus, go check out Lucky Bros. But um, I was in this coffee shop, and soon thereafter, after I had uh, taken my seat, a little boy and his mom walked in from the elementary street, um, elementary school that was across the street. 
So they approached the counter, and the mom ordered a coffee, um, and the little boy obviously didn't order a coffee because he was like five, um, but he ordered a chocolate chip cookie, and this was no ordinary chocolate chip cookie. This was a chocolate chip cookie that was practically the size of his face um, and also my face because I have a small face. I'm a small human, Um, but as his mom was paying, the little boy stepped away from the counter with this huge cookie in his hand um, with his eyes brimming with more excitement and anticipation than mine probably hold in the moments before I unwrap that peanut butter and jelly sandwich, um, which is saying a lot because I get really excited when it comes that time of day. But without wasting another moment, he he literally just like went in on this cookie um, that was arguably, like I said, bigger than his little hands and his little face combined. So at that moment in time, I assumed my stereotypical role as a female or as a girl um, and sat back like all smiles, mentally awing to myself because this was probably the most adorable thing I had witnessed in a long time. But also I was trying to like ride the line of not being too creepy with my tendency to stare at small children. Like side note, do you think that parents, maybe if you're a parent listening to this, you can like comment and let me know. Do you think they ever get creeped out when like, uh, like a teenage girl or like a young female who obviously doesn't have kids is just like staring at their kids and like obvious like cute amazement. Like I've always wondered, do they get creeped out or do they take it as a compliment because their baby is cute? Like I just don't know. Um, but long story long, where I'm going with this, the enjoyment that this little boy found in his cookie brought me joy. And I wasn't even the one eating the cookie, but His enthusiastic appreciation of such a simple treat really served as a big reminder for me that food is meant to be enjoyed. So at a basic level, that um, food is fuel hashtag that I was talking about earlier holds a lot of truth because, of course, that is true. It fuels our daily physiological energy and nutrient needs um, for our survival and function as a human being. Um, And some research supports that fruits, veggies, whole grains provide our bodies with more sustainable nutrient-dense fuel. And I shouldn't say some research. All research supports that, that obviously the quote-unquote healthier foods provide more nutrients per calorie than something like a cookie. But I'm here to say that food is so much more than just that fuel that we find in the fruits and vegetables. It's literally the soil in which our healthiest, best-feeling selves are able to root, grow, and flourish. It's a sense of creativity. It's a sense of enjoyment. And it's a really, it's ground for connections with others too. And it's, you know, the spice of life, um, like your grandma would always tell you. And I truly believe that it should never serve to make you feel restricted or unenthused, nor on the flip side, should it uh, control the thoughts of your daily life. Because as we know, when we get into this, this mode of being super restrictive with our food intake, sometimes the thoughts of I can't have and I won't have, they can kind of take a flip side and start to control your life in a negative way. But first, I kind of want to break down um, those things I just mentioned and tell you how I think food fits into one of each each of these categories. So the first um, is creativity. So kind of going back into my past here, um, for the longest time as a kid, I honestly thought I wasn't creative. I couldn't paint. I couldn't draw. Um, I can't sing. Well, I mean, I can sing, but uh, you probably wouldn't want to hear it or you wouldn't consider it as good if I did sing. Um, And, you know, I was never one of those kids in school that doodled. Um, To be quite honest, I have two sides of of my personality. I have a part of me that is very type A, and I have a part of me that is very type B. And the, the part A type of Claire, um, never doodled because I honestly hated how messy it made my notes look. Um, 
And I always stayed away from like Legos or if you're a girl and you remember that thing that was called Ello, it was kind of like the girl version of Lego with like those underwater sea creature mermaids. Um, I kind of stayed away from those two because I never liked to build things. Um, and I saw other kids doing these things and often having a lot of enjoyment with them and being pushed to continue in the name of creativity, whether it was like by their teachers or their parents or their friends and you know, my definition of creativity at the time um, was defined by all of the things that was traditionally taught and encouraged in school. And because I wasn't confident in my ability to do any of those things, I kind of just thought to my little self, okay, uh, maybe the the creative gene just skipped a generation. Like, thanks, mom and dad, lol. Um, and that thought kind of continued on until one day, um, I took a big step into the kitchen um, in a more a bigger way, I guess I could say. I started to be in the kitchen more often, and I can't take full responsibility for finding it. Um, as any of you know, if you've heard my story before, my, my dad is the chef in the family. My mom is the baker in the family. They're both very, very good and talented at their respective roles. Um, and I can't just say that I decided to be a foodie one day, like little six-year-old Claire didn't just step into the kitchen and like, I'm going to be a foodie today. Like that really isn't how it happened. Um, it's really just kind of an interest that crept up on me and ended up planting itself um, in me so deeply that it eventually transformed into this passion-focused career, like where I am now as a registered dietitian. So I really kind of stuck more with the cooking side of things rather than the baking side of things because also, um, if you've heard my story, you'll hear me joke that like baking just has too many rules that I can't break in good trust because if you break the rules when you are baking, things usually don't turn out well for you. So um, baking really is not my forte, so I kind of stay towards the cooking side of things where I can be a little bit more creative, hence where I'm going here. But um, I'm by no means a professionally trained chef, um, although I have worked with some in the past at Ohio State, and they are awesome, awesome. Um, maybe one day if I get a wild hair and I feel like I have all the energy in the world for culinary school, um, I'll go for that. But the science of nutrition and its application to everyday life through these combinations of healthful, vibrant, and delicious food absolutely fascinates me. And to this day, there is nothing that I enjoy more than spending some time in the kitchen, like brainstorming flavor combos and uh, bringing them to life and helping to arrange them artfully on a plate so they can sit beneath the lens of my camera. Um, and also a thing that fits into this really well is like crafting those punny food jokes that fit into every occasion. Like cringe, cringe at them if you want, but honestly, like they're funny, right? Like you will laugh if I make a food joke. Um, so food is my personal expression of creativity, but it just took me a while to understand that. But you know, I know that not everyone enjoys spending time in the kitchen as much as I do, and that's 100% okay. Like, you don't have to spend excessive amounts of time cooking or meticulously arranging food on plates in order to find this creativity I'm speaking about with food. If this, if this is you, then I have a challenge for you. So... I always say that variety fosters creativity. Think about it. Whenever you choose to do something that's outside of your established norm, your brain is kind of forced to kick into action and assume a slightly different way of thinking. And after all, isn't that what defines creativity? Kind of taking something that you normally do and rerouting it, thinking about it in a different way to come up with a different and fun solution. So here's your challenge. The next time you go to the grocery store, I challenge you to pick up one item that is outside of your weekly list to incorporate into a meal 
or a snack. So this could be any food in general. It could be a fruit, a vegetable. It could be a new grain. It could be a new flavor of like hummus or milk or whatever you get, a new spice, literally anything. It doesn't have to be fancy. And if time is your limiting factor, like if you're saying, Claire, like this sounds great, but I don't have time um, to cook. Well, first of all, if this is you, go listen to one of my past episodes that talks about the whole I don't have time thing because that's a problem in and of itself. But um, if you're picking up something that is pre-prepared, maybe it's a steam in the bag, friendly vegetable, um, or a friendly grain if you shop in the frozen section, or um, you can even travel to the salad bar. So this is one of my favorite tips when I'm um, talking with clients on ways to add variety into their diet, but either a, a lack of knowledge or confidence in cooking is a problem or a lack of time is a problem. So what you can do you can travel to the salad bar, and this is especially good for fruits, vegetables, and pre-cooked grains. Um, the thing I like about the salad bar, yes, you'll pay a little bit more per pound, but you'll be able to get exactly what you need, so it opens up more opportunity to try things in smaller quantities, especially if you just cook for yourself. And it also... Um, allows you to not have to cook things, especially grains. So a lot of times salad bars, they'll have like quinoa or farro or buckwheat, maybe things you wouldn't typically um, buy and cook for yourself. But if you've never tried it and you want to give it a go, um, you can always try it there. So next we have enjoyment. So my phone is ringing and, you know, I'm not going to stop because... This is annoying, but I'm not going to stop um, because I'm going really well here, and I'm sorry for the background noise. But um, second of all, I have enjoyment. So um, kid with the cookie is my case in point. So fueling your body with nutrient-dense foods at least most of the time is super important, um, and it's obviously one of the topics that I love to talk about, but eating foods that we enjoy is also important. So um, enter token comment that goes something along the like, okay, Claire, like that's cool, but how can you actually enjoy eating vegetables? So that's a solid question. Um, first of all, I'd like to take a moment to clarify that vegetables are vegetables and expecting them to taste like a piece of cake or a bag of chips or anything that tastes really good to you is about as logical as handing me an avocado and expecting me to enjoy it. So if you're new here to Claire and yours truly, one thing you should know about me is, um, nutritionally speaking, I have nothing against avocados. They are awesome. But personally speaking, I have a deep-seated hatred and dislike towards them. So I really dislike them. But you cannot expect a vegetable to taste like a piece of cake because simply it is not a piece of cake. But when we are talking about these quote-unquote healthier foods, there are ways to make them more palatable and enjoyable for everyone. And that goes for um, all healthy foods that you don't particularly enjoy. So, for example, you can throw a serving of, of veggies, whether it's like spinach, frozen cauliflower, zucchini, or sweet potatoes, into a smoothie with some of your f uh, favorite sweet-tasting fruits. When you do this, um, these vegetables have a little bit of a milder flavor, and maybe the veggies that are frozen give, one, a good texture, but two, um, they don't really offer uh, much other flavor. So if you're a pizza lover, I always like to say this, and my phone is ringing again. Please excuse me. I'm new at this podcast thing, and I should have turned the phone off, but, you know, Claire didn't think about that. But anyways, if you're a pizza lover, um, you can maybe try some of your your hand at sneaking some extra veggies onto the toppings. So um, I, if you're in D.C., if you're in a place that has and pizza, it's literally A-N-D and pizza, 
Um, you can get as many veggie toppings as you'd like on your pizza. It is delicious, um, and they have so many, so many fresh veggies. So something that is typically considered unhealthy, quote-unquote pizza, you can actually take it, and you can make it a healthier variation. It's not saying, I'm never going to have pizza again, or I'm going to you know, squash this craving that I'm having for pizza, but it's just saying... I'm going to put more things on it to make this pizza something that um, the cells in my body love and enjoy as well as my taste buds. So um, I would also also like to say um, that these are just ideas to get your brain going. Um, I'm going to have a podcast coming up in a little bit here that talks about cravings um, and the importance of honoring those cravings because that's something we also talk about in the gentle nutrition world and um, the intuitive eating world because nothing um, is going to take away that craving other than the food that you are talking about. So um, really honoring and leaning into those cravings and listening to your body on the backside of that. So that's also something that I talk about a lot. You know, if the question is, how will I ever crave vegetables or how will I ever enjoy them? Well, my quick and dirty answer is like, if that's not a place that you're at right now, that's totally okay. It will take some time to get there, but you have to believe that you will get there eventually. And through this lens of gentle nutrition, we really tap into not only the nutrients that the food offers, but also also how it makes our bodies feel afterwards. If we get into a habit of tuning in deeply to how we feel after maybe a meal that has those nutrient-dense foods like those vegetables or those fruits, your body will start to associate feeling good with eating those foods. And time after time, you will get attached to that feeling of feeling so good after you eat that you will start to crave those vegetables. And if you're like, Claire, yeah, I don't believe you at all. You are speaking from a place that does not resonate with me at all. Um, seriously, reach out to me. Um, we'll talk about ways that you can kind of give it a try because I promise um, trusting your body and falling into a rhythm with it that allows it to feel after each meal, not just like go, go, go and remove all feelings of association of like good or bad after you eat, then um, I promise you can get there. So lastly... Connection with others. So aside from talking about nutrition, um, creating food, art, and crafting these arguably hilarious food jokes um, is my other passion for sure. So um, food is a powerful social outlet and place for connections with others. So think about it. When you ask someone to hang out, like what are you likely to suggest you guys go and do? Um, my guess is that it'll go something along the lines of, hey, let's grab breakfast, lunch, dinner, coffee, drinks, dessert, literally anything that revolves around food sometime. Like think about the last person that you asked to hang out with you and um, what was your request for hanging out? My guess is that it had something to do with something that you put in your mouth, whether that's food or drink. Um, food cultivates this connection and it draws points of similarity and stimulates conversation. So it brings us together and reminds us that life is meant to be enjoyed and shared. Like think about it, if you gathered around a table without this um, connecting ingredient, quite literally, like if you gathered around a table with nothing here, there would be nothing to share. There would be no conversation piece. There would be no um, stories because as we know, food holds so many stories and memories for all of us um, that in my opinion should be should be rooted in those good memories and those good feelings. And when we um, associate 
food with this positive connection with others, that is a way to reinforce into our brains that food is good and food is meant to be enjoyed and food is more than just fuel. So I'll keep my suggestion here simple. Um, When you eat, simply put the devices down. Seriously, if you're like me and you can't let a pretty plate go unphotographed, snap a picture of it. It's fine. Uh, Aiden always jokes with me and my boyfriend. He goes, phones eat first. And, you know, it sounds sad, but if I'm being honest with myself, they do because I love food photography and I take those photos. Um, But then put them down. So snap your picture and then proceed to enjoy the meal undistracted by your phone, your tablet, or your computer. Because if you take time to be present with the meal, fully appreciating all that the flavors have to offer, you will step away from that meal feeling so much more satisfied, um, so much more fueled by that food, literally both spiritually, mentally, and physically. And you'll also know that Maybe you'll notice when you start to tune into um, your meal with that full dose of presence that you can offer it, you might notice that you eat a little bit less because you are simply more in tune with your body and you're more um, in tune and able to pick up on those subtle fullness cues. So if you're eating with others, this also creates an environment for undistracted connection, which is super important in building any sort of um, positive relationship with another human being. But if you're eating alone, this can be a really fun challenge in getting to know yourself and honoring some quality time to recognize your own thoughts. Um, so if you'd like to hear more of my thoughts on eating alone, I do have a blog post on that. It's called Table for One, Please. Um, I plan on doing a podcast episode kind of going over my experience with that because that's a really fun story, but um, kind of swerving back here. And the reality of our of our busy and daily lives, I know the suggestion of you know setting the phone down or the tablet down might not um, apply to every meal and snack, and that's okay. The important thing is that you just try to do your best to implement this idea as often as your time allows. So what I like to um, put out there to my clients and even to myself in my own personal um, relationship with food is maybe just trying it once a day to start. So your friends and your family and your your GI tract, your digestive tract, and your own brain will thank you. Um, I really challenge you to do this at least once a day with your meals and just start to notice the difference um, and the quality of your own thoughts, not only surrounding food, but just um, it just gives you more time to think and gives you more time to be in tune with your own body rather than um, busying your mind all the time with a to-do list. So that is all that I have for now. Um, but speaking of food, this, you know, speaking, uh, took a lot out of me. So, um, I think it's time to refuel in a way that is going to be creative for me in a way that is going to be enjoyable and in a way that's going to satisfy my cravings. I think I'm going to go eat yogurt probably, but if you have any questions about, um, things that I addressed in this blog post about what food can do for you, or maybe you're sitting there thinking like, you know, what she's describing sounds really great. And I want to have that positive relationship with food where I can view it as something that's more than just fueling my physiological, um, body functions. And please reach out to me. Um, you can subscribe here. You can leave me a couple stars. You can leave a comment, but Um, You can also travel to my website, www.clairetuning.com. I have a bunch of free content there, a bunch of blog posts, a bunch of recipes, um, all kind of shedding a more positive light on food than the diet culture likes to portray. Um, And you can also find me on social media, Instagram, Twitter, 
Facebook, Claire Tuning. I like to do a bunch of um, fun stories, fun posts to just kind of keep your bubble saturated with positive messaging around food and body kindness and body love. So that's all I have today, but thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe. Um, Yours truly, Claire.